Warner, thanks for joining us for our second podcast from DesignCon 2023. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Niels Fache, who's the VP of Keysight's EDA division. I'm also joined with Steven Slater, who's a project manager of Keysight's EDA. Um, particularly, you'll know this division to uh, be part of their ADS offers, offering as well as their other Pathway products. So gentlemen, thanks so much for joining me today. I'm sure you're very sure. busy. Seeing your big glorious booth over there, and I know this is a big show for you. Yes, yes, so, indeed. thanks for joining, Stephen. Let's kick off with you. So, uh, the show's been underway for half a day or so. Tell us a little bit about what some of the highlights are that that you're involved in and you're offering here at DesignCon. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. To be honest, it's always like coming back and seeing uh, friendly faces. So I'm just really happy to you know be back in person, um, seeing our customers. But the next thing is that uh, I was you know my probably biggest highlight is we had a memory boot camp um, just yesterday. It was like eight hours uh, full day on memory, and we did it with uh, Ben Dannon from Northrop Grumman and um, Herman Ruckabell from I Know How. So we got some of the industry experts uh, to provide their insights. And yeah, we looked at both simulation and uh, how you go about measuring things like DDR5. So for me, that's uh, that's a big show uh, highlight. I feel the same. It feels like a giant reunion, and COVID sort of killed our mm. our annual gathering, and is always a highlight to get seems together. Seems busy though, right? It does seem it like does seem busier. Thing. It feels like the old days, right? Yes, yeah. we're, we're back to full force. So I, I I feel the same as you. So. We did a podcast not long ago talking about memory and some big strides that Keysight's been taking around uh, DDR5 and compliance and all of that. So besides the boot camp, um, I know you guys have really become a leader in memory design. And so can you update us since we did the last podcast and the offering? Um, what are some updates you have around particularly the memory yeah, aspect sure. of Keysight's business? Yeah, so always the question is, well, you know, where next? And, um, you know, we've been adding uh, many different memory standards. So more recently, there were things like HBM2 and 2E and 3. But actually, now we're looking at um, things that are pre-standard. So uh, looking at um, different types of modulation that might be required for DDR6 that may come. So that's actually what we're showing on the booth today. We're showing how you can do um, pathfinding, as, it, as it's called. So it's simulating with um, a bunch of different modulation standards and looking at the what-if trade-offs. You know, how far can my traces go? How close can they be together? What are some of the design guidelines that I really need? So um, that's one of the things that we're doing for memory. Um, the other thing that we're doing, which is kind of related, is um, high-speed serial. USB 4 version 2 has kind of been released as a standard and so that's going to be like 80 gigabits per second now so um, we're starting hearing customers thinking about how they're going to design this into the next product so you know I think out there we're probably you know six months to a year away from actually seeing some some real products in our hands that can do 80 gigabit per second uh, but what the the physical layer for that they went to PAM 3 modulation so um, that's what we've been demonstrating is how you would simulate that and how Keysight actually provides a uh, design kit. So you get kind of things like the reference channels, reference models, um, and you know, in the future, not just yet, but very soon, you'll see that we'll have like a compliance flow for those types of uh, standards as well. So that's uh, things yet to come. You guys are always way out there ahead of your skis, so to speak, but it's fun to see what's coming next. Yes. And it feels like we're, we're basically 
mailing down bits of DDR5, and here we are talking about DDR6. It's amazing. So, uh, Neil, Niels, you're the, the VP of Keysight EDA, so I imagine you see this whole, you have the, the, the oversight of so many pieces of Keysight's business in this area. And what would you say, as, as you look ahead, you know, are sort of on your roadmap and how you really make, um, I've been hearing two terms. One was from Matt Ozalis about shifting left, yes. right? So getting it more in that, instead of playing whack-a-mole after you finish the design and then re-spinning yes. it, being yes. able to do that virtually before you've committed a design and parts, especially with supply chain shortages. So what's coming next and how are you enabling sort of that shift left and also the design for context idea that Keysight puts forward a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks, Judy, for the question, and thanks for uh, the opportunity to be here and join your uh, your blog. So, uh, when you look at our booth um, here at DesignCon, we're uh, we're in you know we're talking about our design tools as uh, as Stephen just mentioned, but we also have our test equipment here, and so Keysight mm. has this unique offering of design simulation and test capabilities. Uh, so we can work with our customers across an entire product development life cycle. And, uh, and that's quite unique. And so as an EDA business, we're actually very fortunate to be part of that, that larger company. And so to your comment about shift left, as, as our customers are working on, on new memory standards, you know, design and simulation becomes crucial. Uh, they need these tools to, to model uh, electrical effects, uh, transmission effects, delays, uh, reflections um, on their designs. They need to evaluate and optimize eye diagrams. They need to look at power distribution. And the more they can do that in the virtual domain, the better. And so that they can really reduce the time they will spend with physical prototypes. And we all know that's time consuming. That's, that's very expensive. So as, as our customers spend more time in the virtual domain, you know, we're saying that they're shifting left, and meaning that they're doing much more virtual design, prototyping upfront, and with the intent to gain insights very quickly, improve designs, you know, get them ideally right. Uh -huh. And so when they build it, they test it, it, it works. And so that is an, a key trend for us, and that is what we are really supporting with this design and, uh, and test portfolio. And it's not just, you know, a collection of, of different products that we bring together. Uh, for example, when you think about compliance testing, which we have supported for a mm. very long time with our test equipment, you know, you can now also do compliance testing in the virtual domain, and the measurement IP that's applied in that virtual domain is the same as in the test domain. So we make sure there is consistency between design and test. So it really becomes a workflow all the way from design to test. Well, I think what I hear from not only your users and your customers, but also from experts like Eric Bogatin and Steve Sandler and some of the familiar faces here at DesignCon, is they are always saying, Keysight's the only one that can really take you end to end, right? Indeed. And I really think that engineers really appreciate being able to have that insight and saving the time and the resources Absolutely. and the headache. Yes. Uh, so I think that's a, an amazing offering and it's, it's light to sort of watch you unfold this and seeing the impact directly to engineers. Thank you. So, Stephen, I know you work with engineers all the time. And as I meet with engineers, um, because sometimes the flow of information <laughs> 
is not easy because technology moves so fast. So how would you say, particularly in regards to signal integrity, like what are some myths or some commonly held um, myths that engineers hold that, that maybe make this world look overwhelming? Because it seems to me you're doing things to make it more accessible and easy to use, but I don't know that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I, I think the way we approach signal integrity and power integrity and EMI and EMC, it just it just keeps expanding. It keeps getting more and more complicated. And um, one of the things that anybody who's uh, you know a double E, they're a hardware designer, and they're trying to get into this and try and build up their specialism, it can be quite daunting to uh, to pick up some of the tools. It's a big learning curve. Um, in the past, we've talked about things like, well, there's education you can go to, um, some of these uh, Keysight education forums that we have. In the past, we've uh, we've tried to um, show, you know, it's like a primer to uh, IBIS or IBIS AMI modeling, that kind of stuff, so that you can uh, expand your way in. But actually, you know, I, th I think that this is a misconception that, you know, the SI engineering is only for the SI specialists. A lot of time could be saved in the development cycle if only we could bring some of the early SI checks earlier in the design cycle. Right. So, you know, uh, most designers, they have a PCB layout engineer that's, uh, that's uh, in the enterprise layout tool making the, the design. And then that needs to get design reviewed with a hardware engineer. And the trick is with a hardware engineer is, is that um, they're like visually inspecting things. So it's time consuming and you're not really getting any feedback about whether or not those traces that were laid out are going to perform or not. So um, usually they'll just say, these are the signal nets that I'm going to then send to the SI engineer. But what actually you can do instead is there's tools out there nowadays where you can, um, it's kind of empowering, or let's say uh, empowering the hardware engineer or democratizing SI, um, where these hardware engineers can set up an automated test and it'll go and uh, check the um, the impedance of the traces per section, it'll give you S parameters, you know, return loss, insertion loss, that kind of information. So you can see that in a group of signals that should be the same, which are the ones that aren't. So, right. so that's something I think that is um, an area that's ripe for development. We'll see um, more being pushed down to the hardware engineer to check and verify what they've got before they send it to the SI specialist. And I think that that's an area where, where it can save a lot of uh, efficiency for a lot of companies. That really ties into other conversations. In this industry, you start having conversation and you start hearing these common themes. And one of the themes I've heard, which really seems to match sort of the, the story of Keysight is the speeds are getting too fast that we have to work collaboratively or have tools to cross those discipline barriers yes. or at least have that up and downstream awareness, which is why I came up with the ecosystem that, that we've all talked about getting out of these silos for a lot of years. But what I really appreciate about Keysight is that you're functionally removing that democratizing. And yeah. so I really appreciate that about Keysight. And, um, and it sounds like you're just continuing to do that and put more weight behind behind those tools. So yes, indeed. Well, so in fact, we did. We we uh, released a product uh, just um, you know a couple of weeks ago in, in January. Uh, we called it electrical performance scan. So if anybody's uh, interested to uh, check it out, then you know please go to keysight.com. But I think um, you have another podcast coming up in the future 
um, I do. One of our, yeah, one of our um, excellent product managers who's going to be talking about uh, that. So, yeah, maybe I'm working with later. my old employer, all Tim, who I, you know, near and dear to my heart. And so I'm glad to see you working with those uh, enterprise, you know, large installed based tools yeah. again to democratize and make that available to engineers. Well, gentlemen, I know you're busy, so thank, thank you. you so much for stopping by. For our listeners, I want to put lots of uh, notes for you in the show notes where you can click through. One thing I really appreciate about Alt, uh, excuse me, for Keysight is they provide excellent, excellent education resources to help empower you and to educate you as well, not only with their tools, but with methodologies and, and keep you uh, learning and growing. So thank you so much for that. And hope to see, I'll come over and see you at your booth soon. And so I'll come over. Sounds and, good. You're and, welcome. Thank you, Niels. Thank you, thank you Stephen. Thank you. This has been Judy with the Ecosystem Podcast. Thank you for joining us for this DesignCon 2023 on-site series.